What's up, guys? I am Caleb Giddings, and we are all three of us back. Hooray! Well, so what had happened? What had what happened was as as we as we okay. So what happened was I didn't know that during Shot Show I was speed running COVID, and I'll 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 tell you guys exactly what happened Tuesday. I had a sore throat, but also t- Tuesday night I had a sore throat, but also Tuesday I had spent a bunch of time in the circle bar screen talking at my friends and possibly chain smoking. So, of course, I had a sore throat. Wednesday, I was cold, but Wednesday they had really pumped the AC up in the uh, show floor. So it wasn't until Wednesday night that I was like, ooh, I don't feel good because I was in my room under the covers and I got out to go to the bathroom and I started shivering. And I'm like, mm, you might be a little bit sick. Let's see how you feel tomorrow morning. And we'll go from there. Thursday morning, I get up. I feel fine. Fine. Friday, fine. Went home. Haven't haven't had anything yet. Unfortunately, uh, I hugged Jack during the show. And what you guys don't know about small people germs is they also have small man syndrome. And they are more angry and more aggressive. And they see a tall, big person. And they're like, we will murder you. So I tried to kill Jack. And he was sick for like, a hot minute and also we've been really busy because if you guys don't know this the time before shot show really busy shot show busy time immediately after shot show busy it's literally been you know almost a month now since the show and i'm finally caught up on shot show emails i think maybe maybe (laughs) so anyway that's the whole story and i'm really sorry for anyone else that i may have given COVID to I hate you. Jack's, I will, Jack's just sitting here seething with anger. Just quiet. I hate you. I will accept my apology in the form of a lever action rifle. Uh, would you like a 4570 or a 30-30? I actually would like the 30-30. Do you want the 20-inch laminated one or yes. the – yeah, that one's sick, right? So, uh, but what we're doing this episode, in case you guys hadn't guessed, uh, this episode, which, by the way, is brought to you by Taurus USA and Guns.com. Taurus USA, we make the guns. Guns.com, they sell them. Uh, you can go on guns.com and find all of our new shot show launches with the exception of the 327 Toro Defender because we're already back ordered on those. So, but hey, hey if on. you want if you want more of those, go to your gun dealer and like show them our website and say this, order this, call Davidson's and order this, all right? So, get you got to bully your gun dealers, guys. Bully them into ordering more of them. And we'll make more of them. I promise. I just, to God. I just need that. I just need that executive grade six hundred five. Yeah, yeah, the three fifty seven. Okay, I have one in here actually. Um. So anyway, but we're talking about no, shot show. I don't. I need that. I need that. And fixed. we're talking about our thoughts on shot show. And I think that, uh, with so I remember now my shot show prediction was that there wasn't going to be a vibe for the show, or that the vibe was just sort of going to be no vibe. I was wrong with my prediction. Keith, how did you do on your prediction? Uh, I did atrociously. I thought there would be nothing really cool. Uh, like optics had kind of been the hot space for the last year or two. Um, and I thought everything was going to cool down this year. And I was just totally batshit wrong. Like Hollow Sun decided to call in the little choo-choo train that they must have gotten on loan from Caltech, who normally does the little choo-choo train with the cocaine on it. They got it over the hollow sun side of things, and they're just like predator red dots for pistols. Let's go, boys. Which and a bunch of other really cool optical stuff, too. Like, um, 
Primary Arms' new 1 to 8, which they literally built out of spite for Night Force. Um, <laughs> Night is. Force is like, ah, we did the smallest one. And Primary Arms is like, bet. <laughs> I heard somebody call it a spite force. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm talking to him and they're like, yeah, like we have this kind of on the drawing board already, but then Night Force kind of got uppity about like what they did. And they're like, well, fuck you. We'll, we'll, we'll beat it. Now, so, speaking of predictions, was, Jack, that Looney Tunes would... meme of six shooter, seven shooter, eight shooter, nine shooter. Uh, how's I your prediction? I but fucking called it, baby. MP7s for everybody. Not only did Palmetto State come out of left field with, on, okay, look, one, I'm marketing, and when somebody does better marketing than I do. I like to call them out and say that you guys are the winners. Palmetto State Arms won marketing for SHOT Show when they said, hey, here are, what they offer, 12 products? 13. Yeah. They had 13, 13 products and said, really cool drops. You guys choose which one of these you want us to work on, and we're going to work on it, including a civilian MP7-ish clone chambered in 5.7, which is exactly what I think a lot of us want. Um, that being said, 5.7 is a fundamentally problematic cartridge in its current offerings. But it's I also think commercially available in a way that the commercially 4. available 4. That 4.6 is not. Is not. Mm-hmm. However, with that being said, I think it's pretty obvious that one got approved. And they said to people, you guys vote on which one of these you want us to work on, and we'll do it. And that got so many people hyped about their product line. But if you're going to be like, hey, Jack, that's not really an MP7. You said civilian MP7. You're right. But I am right, too, because Tommy Built is now Actually offering did it. MP7 yep. Built. Straight up T7. I <laughs> do not have that money. I won't have that money. If I had that money, I would invest it into other projects. But I know one of you HK nerds is going to buy one of those things. Absolutely. I know two people who've ordered them already. So right. <laughs> they are. So here we go. We did a, a whole thing about civilian PDWs. It is a concept that is growing. I also had a conversation with a company who makes soft good lines, and they're coming out with a sling bag that looks like a fashion item that will hold your civilian PDW guys. I I think this is a concept that we're, we're rapidly approaching realistic. Uh, it's um, such a cool concept that I'm doing one in the most fucked up way you can possibly imagine because God forbid I do something right. Like, you know, a rifle caliber PDW or something like that. So I have a Rossi brawler, which I which has a nine inch forty five Colt barrel. As you can see, if you're watching the video feed, I've taken the pistol grip off of this. Uh, today, I was at a lovely office and they were rolling my fingerprints so that I could send them to the government. Because yes, I haven't gotten done the electronic fingerprint file for my form one yet. But I, this, I tell, bro, you need to. It's I know. No, well, I know. actually, you don't need to because if you if you leave that last little bit of inconvenience there you will spend less money on it. That's kind it of is what, so yeah. easy for me to be just like, 
I could do another SBR and then just take one of one of these that are still in pistol format sitting around. I've got two or three here still in pistol format or build a fresh pistol and just be like, yeah, E-Form 1, upload fingerprints, $200, run credit card. What's credit card debt? Probably go away. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're betting on this. So anyway, but this is going to get turned into a 45 Colt single shot PDW that fits inside my really cool uh, backpack that I got from 511. Because again, if there's a concept that's being done, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it wrong and like a FUD, um, which speaking of FUDs. I really, if, I really want Caleb to draw down <laughs> ye old single shot and just watch as everybody is like, huh. <laughs> then you get drilled with a 230 grain 45 Colt hollow point at like 809 or what are these go so out of the nine inch barrel these things are we're pushing like 950 feet per second with these things so it's fucking no joke <laughs> um but anyway uh smack it, something oh yeah talking about themes for the show you know jack obviously nailed it civilian mp7 uh and you made me and the the price point on it reminded me of if you had to like identify a product that all of a sudden everybody was throwing out that you know you had never maybe historically seen from them before uh it was lever actions like all of a sudden and i really enjoyed this uh as the marketing manager of rossi usa is that all of a sudden i'm now a category leader because there is now a significant category right it mm -hmm. the lever gun game was largely henry us and like Ruger Marlin, but you couldn't get anything from Ruger and Marlin, right? They make like they made like seven guns. I don't know what they're doing. Their guns are great. I'm not hating, but they didn't make a lot of them. So, you know, and if you went with uh and so it was us and Henry really kind of in the category. And also now everybody else is in the category. And I'm like, fantastic. This is great. I love competition. I love, you know, an opportunity to demonstrate how great our guns are. And I also love that the wood and blue steel Smith and Wesson lever gun is like $3,500. But yeah. the fun, but here's the thing that's brilliant because you know who's going to buy that? The guys who have bought every registered Magnum and have like the letters and a shadow mm -hmm. box and the guns like in a wood presentation case. Oh, yeah. They've already ordered theirs for sure because limited edition Smith and Wesson and there's a market for that. So fucking God bless them for it. Exactly. I'm not sure about the. I'm not sure about the launch caliber though. I don't know if 44 mag would have been the caliber to launch it in, but I also I'm sure that like, they've I, got I know. think I think 38 357 would have been better on the brand, but they do a bunch of 44 guns too. So like yeah. talking to their customer base, their customer base is all already got heavy 44 coverage. So good on them. Yeah. I do the, want to address something that's floating around online, though, about the lever guns. I see it in corners here and there, and that's that everybody is making lever guns because an assault weapons ban is coming, and all the gun companies know it for sure. We're just lying to everybody. Guys, we're not. You want to know why lever actions are gaining in popularity? It's because we've had 20 years of the AR-15. Yeah, pretty much. I actually said this on multiple meetings. You know, people were like, Caleb, why do you think lever actions are so popular? And I'm like, because everybody already has five ARs, but they still like buying guns. 20 right. years of the AR-15, and uh, we'll, we'll throw it out there too. For right now, two of the larger markets um, 
can't really get the AR-15s they want, but they can get whatever lever actions they want. You've got California and New York who have heavy restrictions on semi-automatics and whatnot that are being challenged in court and have a pretty good chance of losing. But we don't know if they lose in 2025 or 2026 or 2027. Or 2030. Yeah, or 2030. We don't know how long this court case is going to get dragged out with the appeals process and everything like that. Nothing moves quick there. Um, but lever guns are getting popular for that combination of reasons is they're not AR-15s, so it's something entertaining that people can shoot. Uh, this past weekend, I was out running a, a 38 Special 357 lever gun, and I forgot just how stupid fun those things are. Just, yeah. Just absolutely stupid amounts of fun. Oh, um, and if you suppress <laughs> a 38, like yeah. if you suppress a 37 yeah, we, we lever gun, too. Like, and then you run, you know, 158 grain lead round nose out of it, the yep. cycling, the, the yep. action of the gun cycling is louder than the actual uh, firing. It's um, just really cool, really fun. So, guys, it's not because an assault weapons ban is coming. An assault weapons ban gets put into Congress every single year. There are a bunch of the state-level ones that are currently in the process of losing lawsuits. Um, it's it's not because everyone knows that this is coming. It's because we've had 20 years of the AR-15. The AR-15 in current day is kind of boring. Lever guns are more entertaining. And we're kind of going into an entertaining, um, I want something fun niche mm -hmm. as we're going through things right now. So yeah. we're doing it for fun. We're doing it for the lulls. Yellowstone hey, guys... was the most watched show in the last five years. Yeah. Pe yeah. People want, you know. Like I've never so fun fact I've never actually sat down and watched a full episode of Yellowstone, but I have seen multiple, I've seen multiple clips on TikTok. I I've got I'm I'm with the I'm with Caleb here. I have seen both like of you seven suck. Oh my partial God. episodes, and I'm like okay. I've got to get back to that when I have time to. And then time out, time out. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to you guys, but I'm talking to the audience at the same time when I do this, y'all are fucking up when we do these things where we're like why doesn't why doesn't television make shows that we want to watch or this thing or that thing or that thing i'm not talking about yellowstone i'm talking in particular about taylor sheardan taylor sheardan is the producer writer director of yellowstone he also wrote both sicario movies and paramount plus has hitched their wagon to this dude and said taylor run wild Make shows that you want to make, which has produced Yellowstone, the mayor of Kingstown, which that is a phenomenal gun really show. show. Yeah, that for a gun show for for guys who like guns, go watch Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah, you will love so, the squad hold on. team. I hold on. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. You wait. You wait. And <laughs> then he then he went and wrote an, another amazing gun show called Lioness, which I highly mm -hmm. recommend you go and watch. If you, if we don't support these things that are supporting us, guys, I, I know the people who are working on these shows and who are putting in the cool gun stuff. We got to, we got to show support to that. If you want to see movies with cool gun stuff and cool guys doing cool stuff, you got to watch this stuff. If that doesn't happen, it, it doesn't get renewed. Also, I'm just going to say it. Your wives are going to like these shows too. Because Taylor Sheridan knows what's up. That man okay. understands. So in my defense, uh, I while I have not watched Yellowstone, I have watched Mayor of Kingstown, 
I've watched Tulsa King. I've watched Lioness. So it's not Lioness that I'm was not, fantastic. Lioness, Lioness was great. Lioness was so yeah. the, the gun Sicario run movies. when they called in the A10 in Lioness. I was like, let it go. The scene for me in Lioness is so they've got like a special operations team as a QRF chilling in a house, and the house gets broken into by like a couple of scumbags. You, every dude has wanted this ha to happen in their lives. Where they're just like chilling with their bros and some idiot breaks into the house. It is so smooth. It's so well done. Um, it is. It is. Yeah. I, so I, phenomenal shows. I, I think my problem with Yellowstone, and this is, uh, we'll get back the to gun Shot Show. Yellowstone sucks. So it's not even, I, I don't even care about any of that, but I have oppositional defiant disorder. So if you tell me, that I have to check a show out. My gut re my my like visceral reaction to that is to not watch it. It took me years to get into Game of Thrones. By the time I got I got into Game of Thrones at like the fifth season. So it had been on for five years before I started watching it. And then I went back and I binged it and I ended up, you know, enjoying the first five or six you, seasons. You got in you got into it at the time when it was like pinked and every everyone's like yeah, this will be great. And so you got to binge the whole good section. Yeah. And then, and then I got that other part. With us. I got the other yeah. ending. I got the I got I got the whatever, which uh I didn't actually hate the ending of Game of Thrones nearly as much as a lot of other people did, but there's anyway, that's not the point. Point is, we yes, here should... at Gunday Brunch do not support or co-sign anything that he just said about then like We'll be severing connection with him immediately. Clearly, there are some major taste issues. Oh. You had no problem with how Game of Thrones it. Yeah, it wasn't no, no, that big a deal. I didn't say like, I didn't have a problem with no, it. The, I said they lost their Star Wars trilogy over it, and fucking good for them. <laughs> I didn't hate it. What I said it was, I didn't hate it as much as the internet did. All right, there were, I you know what I hated, I the the oh my god. The Battle of Winterfell should have been one of the most epic sword and sorcery kind of like so actiony battles. Everyone's I like, couldn't see shit. And also, okay, and but, I, and, but no, and that that episode alone, like the, I almost Jack's didn't watch the rest right of the now. series. Jack's background, the Battle of Helm's Deep, is exactly how you light a night battle. So oh, Peter Jackson did that. Fantastic. Peter Jackson did this because he had he had the giant shoulders to stand on, which was Tolkien described this thing in great detail. And Tolkien yeah. understands battle fundamentally well. Because he was in um, this little thing called World War One, guys. Yeah, which yep. had uh, did not have engagements. They had battles. battles. It's it's a very different scale. Um and that's great. George R. R. Martin can write intrigue. He does not understand violence. He does not understand violent men. It is very obvious to me when you read his stuff that he is actually very afraid of violent men. It's why mm -hmm. any person like he he understands they can be good people, but he doesn't he doesn't know violent men. Um, and he doesn't Taylor, want, yeah. There's anyway. Continue. Taylor Sheridan, Taylor Sheridan does. Taylor Sheridan does know violent men and does understand that they can be and violent women and does understand that there's a difference, which is one of the things that I will big promote. Like 
Yellowstone is popcorn. It's it's fun, sexy popcorn, but it's popcorn. Lioness was really good storytelling and really dove into like, hey, there's a difference between what a violent dude and a violent chick looks like and mm-hmm. acts like and how they treat each other. Um, and that that's something that I care about. Uh, Game of Thrones understands that intrigue is a thing that happens, but they really only understand like surface they're like battled when two groups come together and have a conflict and that's that's all they get and that's it oh my god yeah i mm-hmm. i could i could rant for hours about how terrible which, the battle is, of winterfell is but is we're not going to do that why the earlier seasons of game of thrones to, to the earlier seasons did it well because they didn't show battles they showed the aftermath of battles and right. the prelude to battles which and actually then, then they did that cutaway thing and then they came back and it's like well a lot of people died which actually made better narrative sense for the show yeah. but again we're not okay so shot show speaking back of to shows, shot show. back to shows back to speaking, shot show speaking of the thing that we are actually paid to talk about uh wait a minute i sponsor the show we're paid to talk about whatever the fuck i want uh and also <laughs> oh speaking of i had a so at shot it. show we I had a meeting with the guys at guns.com who are the co-sponsors of the show and they love it uh, and they specifically like the way that we do the ad read because it feels organic. And apparently they also like the tangents. They're like, yeah, whatever. Talk about your, your I, things. I, I do want to say that there's a, there's a new aspect to Gun Day Brunch that's coming uh, that we can go ahead and kind of soft announce here. We won't get into the full details of it. But if you haven't signed up for the newsletter of Gun Day Brunch, if you only subscribe to like YouTube or some other means, I highly recommend you go and sign up for the newsletter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack and Keith's Corner, which is where we're going to talk about some products that we're getting to play with that won't make it onto the show completely, but you will get some like fun write-ups and everything else that is coming this year. Hey guys, thanks for watching part one of our SHOT Show recap. We'll be back next week with part two.